nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Brand new Toro lawnmower brings you uh, Garage Logic podcast number 622, May 18th, 2021. 93 degrees on this day in 2012, and 27 degrees on this day in 1915. And you know, of course, that May swimming would have been underway on this day in May 12th, especially where the beach has been kept free of weeds by Aquaside. You don't need to let weeds overtake your beach and your swimming area this summer. Aquaside will identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. They've been doing this for 60 years. They're a White Bear Lake company. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. There it is. Good afternoon. What's up, Brad? Good job. Uh, hail the Flashlight King. Hail, hail you, damn you. Since you are fact-based, I wanted to remind you that voting registration is very different than a ballot petition. You and Kenny seem to think on Monday that since the voter registration database showed that about 50% of signatures on a ballot petition were fraudulent or at least not registered voters, that it was some validation for voter fraud claims. That is nonsensical. Petitions are not elections. They're documents that are passed around online, displayed at public and private locations, usually by people with a certain one-sided agenda. If they are used for a ballot initiative, they have rules that must be followed. What you had on Monday was proof that the system works on at least some level. People signed a petition. The city validated it with their database and came away saying, nope, some of you don't even live here and your signatures don't count. That should give you some relief that there is a system and that the people in charge of it were doing their job. Chris, thank you. We are fact-based. Wow, different perspective, yes. I, I was a bit worked up about that whole thing after the show yesterday, but I thought I'd let it slide, except that today I added a story in my news about voting just to see if one of you guys would bring that up again so I could correct it. But thank you, Joe. Wow. Well, I think, John, uh, one of the reasons we struggled yesterday is... Uh, why didn't you uh, speak up yesterday and, and to prevent us from looking like well, such fools? Yes, John, I wasn't sure way the to go, entire John. process, but I knew that, that it wasn't the way basically you had stated it. I knew that wasn't correct. So and basically, it, it no bearing on the election Search and I year. fall out of the pontoon going right. down the Mississippi River. Right, and you don't even you throw mean, us a life ring. <laughs> right. I mean, what, you just wave goodbye as we go under, or what? I guess. You guys floated away. Wow. And I said, see ya. I do also believe that, you know, we were down to four mics with five people, and John, you know, hogged the mic because he didn't want the voter fraud uh, stuff coming up in the first place. 
Got it. Got it. Uh, we have a serious, serious problem, and it's true uh, everywhere. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, a 59-year-old guy was carjacked in Chicago yesterday, and and, and uh, one of the suspects was 11 years old who hit hit the what? Fellow. 11 Jeez. years old. So uh, wherever yeah. you get closest to the country's tallest buildings, there is a terrible crime problem, and there is a terrible crime problem in Minneapolis. And uh, what the officials seem to be doing now is rallying for bigger and bigger press conferences. Uh, the mayor yesterday appearing with Chief uh, Arredondo said there must be a turning point. The ultimate goal is to make all Minneapolis neighborhoods safe. Well, I got thinking about this. Uh, it's it's horrible. Uh, we have a, now a third child hit. Are you aware of that? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A child is in the hospital following a shooting in Minneapolis overnight. The third child injured by gunfire since April 30. This was uh, shortly after 11 p.m. Monday on Penn Avenue North. A preteen girl was shot when the vehicle she was riding in was struck by gunfire. The driver drove her directly to Hennepin County Medical Center. A man was also injured by gunfire in the same incident. He was taken to North Memorial by private vehicle. Both victims are in critical uh, condition. Uh, Back to the mayor and the chief, not so much the chief. Uh, a, a A couple of things need to be put on the table, but we don't have the leadership to do it. I got thinking that Fry and and the city council, they're about the, you know, two or three generations removed from the progressive instincts that brought about this in the first place. This is generational. The destruction of, of the American black family can be directly linked to, you know, Lyndon Johnson's Great Society, for example. We have, we have allowed uh, the black family to disintegrate in this country. And now you are seeing resulting behavior problems that come from such disruptions in the family. And none of these leaders are going to be capable of addressing that. Uh, I was uh, alerted by uh, uh, an emailer friend of ours, Steve Mulholland, who lives in the belly of the beast, to listen to Philippe Cunningham today. He linked me uh, to a radio interview that Philippe Cunningham did this morning. And again, utter gibberish. And it's important to note that Philippe Cunningham and Keith Ellison were the only council people who did not appear with Fry yesterday, uh, Fry for his big remarks. Uh, Fry said he's working to end traffic stops for low-level offenses such as small objects hanging from mirrors and inoperable license plate lights. He said he's working with the state to stop making expired tabs, a primary reason for police to stop a driver. Uh, Again, there's so many directions we could go here. What these leaders cannot acknowledge is that they are dealing with an utter collapse of behavior. They're dealing with an absence of moral and ethical clarity. And they think if we just have some more money, if we just have some more community meetings, if we just have some more mad grandmothers buying together, this is not a gun problem. This is not a police problem. This is a behavior problem by young people. For the most part in Minneapolis, I'm going to speculate this. It seems to me that this is pretty much gang-driven, that these gangsters are shooting each other. And in the act of shooting each other, in the act of shooting each other, they're missing and they're wounding children. They're taking down innocent people with their gun battles. We need a leader to say, Chief, we're turning you loose. 
you 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 haul those gangsters into jail. We also have to go after judges who keep releasing them. Thank right. you. That was the part I was going to mention. You too. have to go after judges who keep releasing them. So I'm starting with that, Chief. I'm turning you loose. Uh, crack down, uh, crack down on. You know who these gangsters are. Haul them in, arrest them, and keep them in jail. They cannot be bailed out by community activists. They can't. Uh, they can't uh, be immediately released back on the street. You've got to weed out the gangsters. That's the whole problem in Minneapolis. And, and these people are—they're born of the political ideology that has led us to this point in American history. These are the descendants of the political ideologues who led us to this point in American history. And, and I, uh, back to this Philippe Cunningham, he apparently, uh, consciously it appears, is having, uh, wishes to have a war with Fry. He, he right, wishes yep. to he, he wishes to say my ideas are better than the mayor's. Well, no, they're not, Philippe. None of your ideas are any good because none of them address the problem. None of them. You can stand on the corner of uh, North Minneapolis like the mayor and the chief and the council did yesterday, and you can wring your hands and say it's time to crack down. It's well then if it's time to crack down, let the cops crack down. Let the cops crack down and but, quit crying about police behavior. Okay, but that's what that's what needs to be dissected. Is uh, uh, we need to really crack down. What does that mean? Well, I'm I would want to know from the means. activists. But I want to know what the activists are saying, or what the people in the community. You can't just say we got to do something about it, and then. Let these gangbangers who are shooting people, and no. somebody knows who they are. That's right. That's where the crackdown comes, and that's where the police take action and haul their asses in, and they don't get released. And it's if what they're, we said if they're, yesterday. If, if they're guilty of gun crimes, I'm saying. they don't. I'm not saying you pluck an innocent person off the street. I'm saying if you know gangsters who've been firing at people, you arrest them, and they don't get released. It's exactly what we said yesterday, and it's what a passerby said at Fry's Presser yesterday. A guy walking by said yep. his plan isn't going to work because the cops show up after the crime is committed. Right. And like we said yesterday, you've got to go in there right now. The cops know all these guys. They know who they are. We have a, a, a gang division. And take them off the street right now and hold them indefinitely. Uh, the guy said, he, he said, if you want the hitters, go up to Broadway right that's now. That's right. If that you want right. to get out and stop it, you've got to get out there in person. And that's exactly how it's going to have to happen. But they don't understand that, that their thinking, their worldview as, as a political class is not even remotely close to understanding this problem. Right. So that's that's yeah. the that's the overriding problem is that their their worldview, their their thinking processes are the opposite of being able to acknowledge what this problem is because they've spent their political capital, they spent their political lives catering and kowtowing to people who they believe can't get along without them. Yeah. Yesterday uh, I was I was going to the Twins game with our buddy Corey. That we saw yesterday at the state fairgrounds. Sully? Yep. And uh, I parked, Kenny, you know exactly where this is, in the Butler Square parking lot, the one that's oh, open right yeah. in front of uh, the loon and stuff. Yes. 
Yeah. I sat there about the third row in. I was one of five cars in the whole parking lot. It was about 5.30. And I was sitting in there for 10 minutes and saw at least four drug deals on that corner. I could not believe it. Broad daylight, no care in the world. They didn't care if anybody saw them. I, I, I was in shock. I couldn't believe it. Fry said, and this is obviously wise, he wants to increase funding for police. He wants to provide more overtime. He wants more police on the streets. So he's fighting, he's fighting two battles. He, he's, he's fighting these, these adult children nipping at his heels on the, on the city council who want, don't want police, and he's fighting the battle to try to get the money to fund more police and hopefully get police recruits. Did you see where the police recruiting class in St. Paul is down by about half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who wants to do it? Right. Well, especially because obviously we all know what Philippe Cunningham's motive is here. He's, he wants to be mayor. I, 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 he, I don't know that. I, I don't know that, but that's a reasonable speculation. All right, I'm going to play this then. Uh, we don't know that. It's a reasonable speculation, but he's, 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 a, he's vacuous. He, his, his thinking is dangerously empty. That's the problem. His comments are dangerously empty. He never speaks where it makes any sense or he makes a point. No. It's all very obscure platitudes that make well, and, and no he'll difference. go on. He'll go on the local radio stations that are not going to confront him. Mm-hmm. He he was not confronted powerfully this morning on on the radio. No, it wasn't even softball questions. It was beach ball questions. Well, not 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 entirely. But my my point is that he's not going to come on with us. He's not going to allow me to go after him. No. Of course not. Philippe, why is that? The police chief's role is to be able to have a vision of what it means Mm -hmm. for us to have a strong um, focus on what should police be focusing on. (laughs) (laughs) It gets better every time. Wow. He needs to be picked up by the scruff of the neck and dragged out of the council chambers and never allowed to return. Unfortunately, that city has to wait around for the next election to get rid of him. And what makes you think he'll be gotten rid of? Right. Exactly. Well, right. Exactly. That's the problem. But Joe, everything we've talked about up until this point is, for it's doable. I mean, it could happen. But like I said yesterday, and like Aaron Dotto said yesterday, it, it comes down to the Hennepin County judges. Yeah, if quit they're letting not going to hold up. them, yeah. If they're not going to hold them, what's the point? And how Ooh. do we convince these jackasses to keep them in jail? You know, Walls uh, in a typical Walls folly. Didn't he pay six and a half million for a fruit warehouse that yes. I that yep. I wanted to convert to a homeless uh, situation? Okay, forget my idea. Turn it into another jail if you need more room. Yep. But get these guys off the street, and yep. you'll end the shootings. The average yep. black kid in Minneapolis is not walking down the street shooting people. Who's the no. fellow? Who's the fellow uh, whose columns we've read? Hold on, I got it right here. Hold yep. on. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Hunter the second. Right. Imagine Marcus Hunter. Are, yeah, imagine you're a black male teen. I mean, there's a million Marcus Hunters who are in danger because of gangsters. He's not in danger of white kids shooting him. He's not in danger of the police. He's in danger of his own peers because they are in gangs and they shoot at each other and when they shoot at each other they more often than not hit somebody innocent 
like right now, three kids since April 30th, all of whom are struggling to live and might not make it. One girl, what, jumping on a trampoline in her backyard? Mm -hmm. That was Saturday night. Yep. It's a real good city you got there. Nine-year-old. Nine years old. The, the, pro the problem to a GLer is so simple, and that simplicity is the result of our frustration. No GLers run for office, or very few do. A and Minneapolis needs an overhaul from top to bottom. It needs a completely different mindset in order for that city to survive. Because with Fry and these clowns on the city council, you're not going to get anywhere. They, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. And what they need to do is, like I said, you tell the chief, you're, you do what you need to do, chief. Get these gangsters off the street. I'm going to start working the phones and the legislature and everybody else to get the judges to commit them and not release them. Period. End of story. And not Marcus, Marcus Hunter walked to school in peace. But every time Fry does have an accidental good idea, you know, he's got <laughs> chuckleheads like uh, Lisa Bender and right, this right. Cunningham knucklehead poo-pooing it. Yeah. yeah. And why is it so, uh, or why is it off limits to talk about the real problem, and that's the broken home? Why is it because off limits? They, because they can't. Because that's not in their thinking. They were raised with such a liberal orthodoxy that they think that the progressives have done nothing but a favor to black America. <laughs> when in fact, they've done nothing but help ruin it in many cases. Black America, of course, is not ruined. But, but, the, but you know, you go back, I don't know how many years you'd have to go back. You go back 60 years, there were probably 88% of uh, black families were intact with mom and dad and the kids. And these, and, and these kids today are not getting an upbringing that would, would, that would preclude them from being gangsters. And, you know, these overwrought moms, what are they supposed to do? Run out and grab the kid by the ear? We've seen that before. Yeah, the uh, mom in Baltimore, remember in Baltimore, that? Baltimore, yeah. <clears throat> you know, God bless her, that's... Just came down and said, "You're coming with me." Mm -hmm. But also, the problem is the the moms that are working a couple jobs, uh, raising their kids. They're away so much because they're working that the kids are left to fend for themselves, and that's really awful too. Because then they're just absorbed into society, as opposed to the mom saying. Uh, you know, did you get your homework done, Jenny? Did you, uh, Tom, did you finish all your stuff? That, that's the uh, they're set up for failure. Chief Arredondo, uh, during this press conference yesterday, he did address the judge's situation. Yep, he cited a uh, he delivered a specific message to Hennepin County judges urging them not to go easy on first and second time offenders. When you are releasing violent individuals back to our community, there is a price we pay. He said, Yes. Don't release them. They're shooting at each other and injuring children. And if, it, if he stops, or <clears throat> excuse me, if judges stop that, these, these criminals will see that. Oh, I can't just get away with it for a first-time offense. And maybe mm -hmm. a few, even if it helps wise up a few of them, it at least has an impact. Mm-hmm. Sherry Jennings of Minneapolis, the grandmother of a 10-year-old boy shot last month 
and who left his bedside at North Memorial in Robbinsdale to respond to the mayor after seeing him online, she stepped up to the microphone next to Fry. When is North Minneapolis going to stand up? When is enough, Jennings said. There's two kids, an 8-year-old and a 10-year-old, fighting for their life. My grandson didn't deserve this. And she's speaking about a guy named Ladavion Garrett Jr., who was a passenger in a vehicle when he was shot by someone from outside the vehicle April 30th. Uh, on Morgan Avenue North. And then on Saturday night, she had nine-year-old Trinity uh, Smith shot in the head while bouncing on a trampoline. And then last night, you had another one. Uh, but but this woman, this woman, I, I, God bless her, she's in, suffering right now because of her grandchild. But she said, you know, when is enough enough? That's not the answer either. No, the answer is we've long passed the point when enough's enough. Oh, yeah. We've long passed that point. You got to arrest gangsters, and they got to be kept in jail. And it should Other be. than that, I don't have an answer. And if the if the issue is there's not enough space, then build another goddamn facility. Fill the right. fruit warehouse. Right. Yeah, we've all spent six and a half million a year dollars for that for no reason at all. No reason, unless I'd love to know the real reason. Because I'd buddy. love to, I'd love to know the the deep down story of that. I better not say what I was going to say. Well, I wouldn't either. Okay. What the I'll hell? Bite you down there. <laughs> I'm a poor planner. I'm a poor planner, but I've got to make sure I plan for my trip to Giants Ridge this summer uh, and play the two best public golf, two of them best public golf courses in the country the quarry and the legend they're both open they're the greatest value in minnesota golf you can turn your next round into adventure the legend and quarry uh, have a whole new way they have the fin cycle that's a single rider electric golf cycle there's a 37 hole special play the legend and the quarry 36 holes of minnesota's best golf plus lunch between rounds for one incredible rate 160 dollars plus tax on weekdays and 175 dollars plus tax on weekends uh but it's more than golf it's quietude it's woods and nature and lakes and greenery it's absolutely gorgeous it's recreation hiking and biking uh, I, I can't, I have to make sure I plan this. And I have looked at the 3D course flyovers of the legend in the quarry at giantsridge.com. That's where you can book a tea time, giantsridge.com. This is Patrick Gracie with the Canopy Group. What does dedication, perseverance, resilience, and accomplishment best describe today? The Canopy Group believes it's the graduating classes of 2021. What we are most proud of for these graduates is their ability to overcome challenges in their pursuit of future opportunities. True to their perseverance and resiliency, these students are finding new ways to celebrate their milestones and their success on this journey. It puts a smile on all of our faces as we drive through communities and see dozens and thousands and hundreds of yard signs. It uh, It is amazing that what these graduating students have gone through, and they deserve the spotlight for they are Minnesota's future. Please join the Canopy Group in honoring your friends, relatives, and neighbors who represent the graduating classes of 2021. 
you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Sujure. He's going to make a move to the website or the phone line of Mosquito Shield. It's officially mosquito season, GLers. If you're getting eaten up in your yard, call our guys at Mosquito Shield. For Minnesota, call Ray and Mike. They are a father and son team who own and operate two franchises here in the Twin Cities. And also in western Wisconsin, a brand new site is opening up for from Jay, who was so impressed last year by the Mosquito Shield ads on GL. He wanted service, so he decided to open up his own branch in western Wisconsin. It's important because they use a proprietary, proprietary blend excuse me, that is specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks. It was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield and is used exclusively by the company. You can't go buy it on the shelf. So here's the deal. You want to find them at MoShield.com, no dash. It's MoShield.com. Or call Ray and Mike at 612-619-1556. And in Wisconsin, call Jay at 715-410-4221. All you have to do is mention GL, and you're going to get $75 off of your service, Joe. Thank you. Mm -hmm. John, you were noodling with some statistics. Yeah, when you guys were talking about families, uh, family breakdown, uh, of African-American children, I looked at 1960, 81% we're living in two-parent families, and that number is now down to around uh, just a little over 50%. Mm-hmm. And it's, flu- it's fluctuated in the last 10 years between wow. 48 and 52. So a 30% drop uh, what a in, stat. what, 60 years? It's amazing. Can you do the same, wow. can you do the same comparison for whites? Or doesn't uh, I can't. That, I can't. Yeah. It was uh, 70. I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it was 78%. Two-parent families now, and at uh, earlier it was up to ninety-three percent in mm-hmm. nineteen sixty. Wow, so that's fallen about ten to fifteen percent. So it's not necessarily a, 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 a racial statistic. Mm-hmm. The, the the percentage of dropping is uh, is almost equal. Yeah, it's a, uh, huh. it's a social. It's a social, social. statistic. Exactly. I, I'm puzzled by something, and maybe you guys can help me. Here I am. The Treasury Department said yesterday that 39 million families are set to receive monthly child payments beginning on July 15th. They're part of the $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package, Biden's relief package, which expanded the child tax credit for one year, made it possible to prepay the benefits on a monthly basis. Nearly 88% of children are set to receive the benefits without their parents needing to take any additional action. But get this, uh, qualified families will receive a payment of up to 300 bucks a month for each child under six, and up to 250 bucks a month for children between the ages of six and 17. The tax credit was previously capped at two grand and only paid out to families with income tax obligations after they file with the IRS. But here's my puzzle part. But for this year, Couples earning 150 grand or less can receive the full payments on the 15th of each month by direct deposit. The benefits total $3,600 annually for kids under six and three grand for those who are older. The IRS will determine eligibility based on the 2019 and 2020 tax returns, but people will be able to update their status through an online portal. Wait a minute. You make 150 grand a year. Why is Biden sending you checks? Right. Where, where, where's the cutoff here? Well, well not well, you to would defend get this that credit oh. anyway, wouldn't you? 
I don't if know. You made if you made 150000 in the old way it worked. I don't know how it works. Well, I, to me, it seems different from cash, though. But to me, 150 grand seems like a lot of money. Well, let me, and I'm not defending this in any way. I think it's, I think it's ludicrous. But I think what's happening here is some people that made 150 grand in 2019 and 2020, yeah, probably lost. They're, they're thinking some of those people lost their jobs, <clears throat> or lost, you know, a significant amount of their income. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. It's part of the American Rescue Plan. Right. Maybe they were cut back from five times a week to only twice a week. <laughs> Maybe they were. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Wait. Tell me more about that, Joe. Is it twenty five hundred or thirty? Well, no, we're you're we're you're in trouble, Rook. Is your kids are too old, Reapers? Yeah. You're you're going to make yeah. some money. Well, I don't know. No, no, because both of my kids are now in school. This would have been great five years ago. What do you mean in well, school? How old are they? Yeah. Nine and six. Well, the six-year-old, he ought to get a check. Six to seventeen. Oh, between six to seventeen, you get you get you get two hundred and fifty bucks a month for kids between the ages of six and seventeen. I am now changing my viewpoint on this entire thing. Well, I think it's a okay. great idea. But don't now next year when you file taxes, though, you're going to lose your child tax credit, right? Because you're getting that money now instead of being able. But I yeah. think the child care or whatever the tax credit is only about what. Thirteen hundred bucks, I think oh, we got. Really? I think so. That is why I hand my taxes off to my guy Ward. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Man, oh man, wow. I don't either. I bet uh, you uh, like that tax credit when all four were the, uh, of the age. I don't oh know. man, okay. yeah, that was delicious. I'll, I'll make it more confusing. Yes, the tax credit right now is two thousand dollars per child oh. under the age of seventeen. For families making less than two hundred grand annually, or four hundred grand for married couples, okay. so it's two thousand per child. So there you go. Got it. So, I'm so instead not even of going to ask, I'm in, not, nope, yeah. not instead of ask. getting the credit, Kenny, people will get money now, and then uh, you won't have the credit. So instead of when you're filing your taxes and you put that line on there, four kids, eight <clears> grand <throat> under that. You're so, just giving it at that point. Now, what about for like my buddy Pete from college? Uh, we always joke that oh, he has God. summer kids. You know, some are here, some are there. Does he get to declare? Yeah, that how does that well? work? I got an email Joe, from uh, why Yes, did Kenny. You bring this up? I'm why sorry, did you bring I did. This up, Joe? I, uh, because it just seems like the new way of American governing is to just keep sending people checks. Right. Yeah. Don't work. We'll send you a check. Don't work. We'll send you a check. Yeah. Uh, I got a, a note from. Uh, how does he want to be referred to? Uh, Handy Andy. This past week, this is pretty good. Oh, my word. Really? Real handy. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. Which, which hand? Handy hand. I got my YouTube highlight. <laughs> this, past, this past weekend, I was scanning Craigslist for a riding lawnmower to increase my cylinder index when I came across this ad for an electric mower. I thought it summed up your sentiments on the electric motor, so I took a quick screenshot for the enjoyment of the crew. And it's a picture of this lawnmower. I'm selling my Newton CE 6.2 electric lawnmower. Works great for small, flat lawns. And unfortunately, mine is anything but. Mm. I finally switched to a powered mower to help with the hills. 
The tape on the handles is just to give them some extra support. I had to replace two of them after they broke, trying to push them more up a steep hill over and over, and wanted to avoid it happening again. This handle was recently replaced and is in great shape. Comes with an extra battery. That's worth 150 bucks alone. Charging cable, rear grass bag, side discharge chute, and mulching plug. Height adjustable. If you have a flat, small to medium-sized lawn, this mower is great. It's quieter than a gas mower with none of the gas fumes and smell. Well, I would regret that. And none of the uh, usual engine maintenance is necessary. Pal, the engine maintenance necessary would be one-tenth of what it costs you to keep this piece of crap running. Yeah. Jeez. And uh, uh, Handy Andy, got he ended up getting a John Deere 170 rider. Did... Uh, did Handy Andy say if he was searching anything else on Craigslist? Nope. No, but he said he likes to mow his grass in very tight shorts. Well, I'm 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 going to stay out of this. <laughs> Kenny says which sophomoric <laughs> nonsense. Well, what? I have, uh, I have I have more tax credit stuff I can pass. Yeah, I don't want any more tax, tax credit stuff. <laughs> it, it would make it make sense. Maybe. Okay, Step go up ahead. To the microphone, go ahead. Dr. Buzz yeah, don't don't, don't, well, don't silence him. <laughs> it's uh. For instance, oh. let's say you and your wife make 110 grand a year, okay? Yep. Okay. You have two kids under the age of 6. Yep. Okay. When you file your taxes, you would receive a $7200 child tax credit. Okay? Next Right year. off the top would come off the top. Okay. Yeah. Now instead of that happening, what would happen now is you'd get monthly payments from July to December of $600. That would equal $3600, correct? Yep. So you'd subtract 3600 from the 7200 You then have a credit on your next year's taxes of only 3600 instead of the seventy two. Does that make I get more it. sense? I get it. Yeah. Well, what's yeah. the point, so, though? Is, the, is it the point to well, just so you have cash in hand? hand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. The point is yeah. so you can go to you know Costco and buy stuff, I guess. <laughs> or Fratelloni's right? I'm not, I'm not being facetious. Or Fratelloni's Ace Hardware. Or yeah. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and garden centers. I, I wasn't being facetious. i got to think... What, what it is, is this effort to pump money back into the economy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and go to the restaurants. And, and, Rook, can uh, I buy could, flowers at Flatter? You, you can design your whole backyard garden by doing that. You can also opt out if you'd like to, by the way. Of the flowers? And just get the, and just get the full credit ah. on the tax like, at, in 2022 when you file. Make How your life simpler. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm done. How uh, how much can I potentially get in a year if I have one kid, John? How much? Um, if it's under six, thirty-six hundred. Yeah, well, it said two thousand, though, right? For six uh, to I, seventeen, I it's twenty-five hundred, I think. There you go. Yep. yep. There you go. Twenty-five hundred. I wonder if there's a motorcycle I could buy at Moon Motorsports for twenty-five hundred. Hmm. <laughs> You know, they're celebrating 50 years as a family-owned and operated multi-line power sports dealer up there in Cello. Uh, and there's a lot happening right now at Moon. The BMW and Can-Am Spider demo trucks are going to be at Moon Motorsports very soon. Now, what is this? The BMW demo truck, it's loaded full of the latest Beamers of all shapes and sizes and sorts. And they're going to be at Moon this weekend, Friday and Saturday, the 21st and 22nd. Uh, BMW, as we know, if you're a, a rider, you know that BMW's always been at the forefront of bike tech, so we can experience the newest gadgetry available this weekend. And for those of you, I should say those of us, because I've always wanted to hop on one of those Can-Am Spiders and try it for myself, you can find out uh, because the Can-Am Spider RT on-road experience demo event is going to be May 28th and 29th. 
Uh, Moon is on the south side of 94, west of 25 in Monticello. They're selling Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, KTM, Yamaha, and Skidoo. And they're on the web at moonmotorsports.com. Hey, become a part of the Chill Boys family like the entire Garage Logic staff and also so many of you GLers right now that have made your purchase for maybe for yourself or for somebody else. It doesn't matter because they are the hands down most comfortable underwear you will ever own. I promise you. They have a wide variety. It's performance boxers, bamboo boxers, bamboo boxer briefs. It Just check out their website right now chillboys.com there you can place your order for the comfortable boxers or maybe you want a couple of cool t-shirts sunglasses whatever you want go online right now here's the coolest part if you have an order over $40 it ships fast and free in the United States yeah anywhere they're a local Minnesota company and they are so happy to be part of the garage logic family they also have a really cool number of sale items that are going on right now so do like we did become a part of the chill boys family whether you want the performance the bamboo it doesn't matter you're going to really be happy with your purchase at chill boys brand on twitter when he goes out he loves to cha-cha here's joe suchere <laughs> say people are changing their whole idea of where they want to work and uh, well, many of them are deciding to avoid uh, downtowns, and that's where center point of Mendota Heights comes in. It's an eight-building commercial office park, but everything's single story. You park free in front of your own building. No hassles, no waiting for elevators, no fighting downtown construction, no fighting parking ramps, no fighting the snow and blizzards trying to get to your distant office. It's 10 minutes from everywhere. It's very easy access to Highway 55, 62, 494, and 694. It's a park-like setting. I've got out there and walked around. I just love that it's shaded. There's uh, plenty of trees and walking trails and bike trails and great spots to have lunch. And as I mentioned, free parking right out there front for safe, easy access. They got the wave purification system in the building, the whole deal. It's a, it's a great place to work uh, because employees want to work there and employers are going to appreciate that. Go to a drone tour. Go to escapetomendota.com. That's one word, escapetomendota.com. <clears throat> it used to be that uh, Americans only got UFO news from, you know, drunk fishermen in Pascagoula, Mississippi. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now we're getting it from the Navy, uh, including on 60 Minutes uh, just two days ago. A retired Navy pilot said recently that during his time in the armed forces, encountering unidentified aerial phenomena was not rare, but a typical feature of his everyday life. Ryan Graves is one of the Navy pilots who famously filmed an unidentified flying object off the coast of Jacksonville, Florida in 2015. The videos were published in 2017 and 2018 by the New York Times and later authenticated by the Navy. Uh, but to Graves, that incredible encounter was not, not uncommon. During an interview with CBS's 60 Minutes, which aired Sunday, Graves said that for him and some other Navy colleagues, spotting UFOs in the sky was something he experienced every day for years. 
In fact, Graves sounded almost bored as he recounted his past experiences with UFOs to a national television audience, the Washington Post reported. Nonetheless, his statement prompted CBS correspondent Bill Whitaker to jump in saying, wait a minute, every day for a couple of years? Mm-hmm, Graves responded. In recent months, the Pentagon has confirmed several other leaked UFO videos is real. I don't think they should be leaked. I think we should see them every day including a pyramid-shaped object hovering over a U.S. warship and a spherical object vanishing into the ocean off the coast of California, both recorded by the military in 2019. In March, apparently reacting to information presented at a congressional hearing, Republican Senator Marco Rubio acknowledged to a reporter during an impromptu interview that there have been several instances of UFOs flying over U.S. military bases. We don't know what it is. He added that there may be a logical explanation, but at this point, no one has a logical explanation. Okay, the guy on 60 Minutes, I believe he said, well, look, it's either Chinese technology or Russian technology or otherworldly. Well, I'm going with otherworldly for this reason. Have you seen the videos? I have of not the, seen of the, the way these of, of the way these these vehicles can move? I have not. Mm-hmm. If, if Russia has that kind of capability... And China, so would the United States. I think it just stands to reason that Chinese technology would not be so advanced beyond American technology that that they've invented vehicles that do otherworldly things. So I, I'm, I'm. It brings us back to the Fermi paradox, mm-hmm. where Doctor Fermi said, "Where the hell is everybody? You know, the universe is vast. It's endless. There's fated to be other." things out there whether they're people or ai or whatever uh and and this only makes me think of that this makes me think of the fermi paradox uh who who are what are these things i'm fascinated by it and again it's i think it's safe now to be fascinated because you're no longer a crackpot because navy pilots aren't drunk fishermen right navy pilots are stalwarts i bet some of them are well, we it depends. But I'm going with the Navy pilots Cut. over the drunk fishermen. And the, and the Navy pilots are saying, I've been seeing this stuff for years. And, and I just, I want to know more. So what about the people that claim they've been abducted? Where do you stand on that? I don't, I don't uh, so put a lot of stock in that. I don't. Uh, oh, probing. that's where you draw the line. I, I'm drawing the line at He's that. He's drawing the yeah. line at probing. If the navy, if a navy pilot wants to tell me that, then I would think completely different about it. But if it's, you know, Betty Russell with her hair up in curlers in Vermont telling me, "Yeah, it was a hell of a trip. I got in there and they gave me a sandwich and the whole deal," no, I'm not believing that. (laughs) So that that famous abduction we had here in Minnesota, what was that in the '50s? You're not buying that. Are you talking about the sheriff's car? That well, that wasn't an that was not an abduction. Uh, a sheriff did encounter uh, something to this day unknown, uh, and he was he was knocked out for a bit by the intense light, and the antenna of his car was bent at a you know ninety degree angle. That car is still in a museum up there somewhere. If that's the one the you're talking name? about, there's an author that churned out a whole bunch of books in the eighties. Was it Whitley Whitley Stryber? Is that's, that his name? That's ringing a bell, yeah. Uh, about nothing about uh, uh, nothing but abductions. John, yeah. have you found He anything? used to be on with Art Bell, remember? All the time. Hi, this is Art Bell. Was, yeah, he was a guest with Art all the time. 
Well, let's not get too far off into the abduction uh, world here. I, I think what we can state as fact is these sightings are not uncommon to Navy pilots, well, and they've been watching it for years. Ma'am, will you please tell us about your encounter? Some people go by there, and there's great big bubbles. Thank you. Huge thank bubbles. You, they're right in the bubble. So do you think they're coming out of the ocean? They're in the ocean, or do you think they're <laughs> from above? No, no, because they say there could be you know, some sort of alien connection yeah. with... The deep seas. And right. there's been a couple of the films from the Navy where it appears the thing just goes bloop right back into the water. The yeah. abyss, I think, was... And so maybe they're, all, they're here with us. Hmm. Well, and what we don't know is are they, are they, are they manned by something? Ooh, the, woke, the woke crowd won't be like... <laughs> yeah, that can you use that word? Uh, manned? Are they when, personed? Per- are they personed? When do I get to stop paying taxes? When, right. when do we go into full <laughs> panic mode As soon as you see the first one. Start shooting uh, things, well, but, but that's the other thing that that's the other thing that intrigues me. Well, why is the automatic assumption that they're here to do us harm? There's no evidence of that. Will, we have no evidence my evil of that. Plan will take over the world, no. <laughs> Doctor Evil. <laughs> I, I think they're just looking around for their amusement, whatever it is. Well, then they should come watch a town ball game. In fact, have a great story oh, about no, that. No, 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 One no. of you guys said it. I mean, it might have been Kenny. Uh, that for all we know, we're some planet's national park. And, yeah, and they're, they're a, coming down to look at us all the time and laughing or doing whatever they do. So they're saying, hey, Mrs. Alien, let's head on down to Earth again. Let's go to Earth. Earth. Let's go to Earth Sunday. Like, we like got we nothing would go else to going. Mount Rushmore. We yeah. yeah. And, and they, there's probably, they probably have signs and warnings. Don't approach the Earthlings. They're weird <laughs> and they could attack and they might shoot you. And yeah. you should also be worried there's a new warning out about chalk dust in the air. You might have some visibility <laughs> issues as you enter. Dust. Yeah. Don't get out of your UFO craft. And, and 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 heed the COVID warnings. Right. You have to wear a mask and uh, socially distance. But yeah, maybe they come down for the weekend. How maybe they come alien, down for the weekend and look just like us. Would an alien wear it over its what? We uh, don't know. We're not going to go into what the aliens know. look like because we don't know. Okay. Uh, but it's the Fermi paradox. Where the hell is yeah. everybody? Where are well, they? So uh, these days, uh, who you been scoring your weed from? Uh, you, you're getting a good strain, man. Yeah, good strain. Yeah, I think he's got some edibles. Joe, you are correct about the squad car, by the way. That was in Stephen, Minnesota, where it happened. And they preserved the car. It's in the Marshall County Museum with a plaque that simply reads UFO car. Right. It was about 78, 1977 or 78? 1979. Boy, my memory's good. They show the car at the Marshall County Fair every year also. Is it a Caprice Classic? No, it's an old Ford LTD. What color is it? Gold. Big, big car. My, yeah, it my is dad, cool. Wow. Dad's got one of those squad cars. Mm. Right. I know my, uh, I single know my cherry? cop cars that have been chewed up. I know my cop cars. Single cherry? Uh, I think a single cherry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was Val Johnson was the fellow's name. Val Johnson. Yeah. I think he got ultimately, I don't know if he's still with us. Uh, in fact, John, check. Uh, but I think he got tired of talking about it because he, he did quite a bit of talking about it, and I, I think he got tired of it. Did he write a book or anything? I, I have an issue with you believing that they exist and they're here, but they're not abducting people. Why would they not be abducting people? Of course they're abducting people. You guys know Curtis A., the music artist in town? Sure. Is yeah. that uh, John Lennon thing every year? Mm-hmm. He's been up in these crafts a couple, two, three dozen times. You got to well, talk to him about it once. Well, then he's, he's not been abducted. Weed. 
He's serious. They yeah. they bring him up. They check him out. Run some rods and you know test this and listen to that and then <laughs> throw him back down right down there. Well, <laughs> right out of his apartment in Uptown. You you've managed to you know uh, ridicule uh, a retired Navy pilot who has told us these things, and I'm choosing to find them interesting. And on that I, note, on that note. Uh, we're going to take a break and come back no, with you, John Height. You can't, you can't do this. Oh, you yeah. can't just yes. arbitrarily end the discussion. Number yeah. one, I did not uh, belittle anybody in the military. I'm belittling you because I truly believe that the stories we're getting from the Navy are true, but that Curtis A. is also telling the truth. I think there's abductions. Well, I... I, I I don't, but if there were, it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me. I think it's time for a break. Uh, before we go on the break, can I just say one thing? Sure. Got some killer hair today. Do you? Yeah, I really yeah. do. I nice. very, a good normally do not uh, compliment my own hair, but today yeah. it's it's rocking. I normally do not compliment <laughs> my own hair. And before we go, uh, I'd like to let the dealers know that if you're looking for better water, look no further than Hofferman Water. They are your local independent water treatment dealer. They have served Minnesotans for nearly 50 years and understand the unique problems that Minnesota water brings. They are an independent and authorized Connecticut dealer. Whether you're looking to soften, filter, or just want your water to taste better, they will help make your water and your hair happy yes. and healthy. Yes. So listen, I had a bad water issue at my home, and I got the S650 water softener. It's rated as the world's most efficient, and I'm telling you, it makes a difference. Check the, S6, the S650? Top of the line, bro. Yeah. Top of the line. Yeah. Yeah. So check them out online right now at HoffermanWater.com, or just give them a call today at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate. Please tell them that GL sent you their way. Woo! Bruh. Well, the sun is up somewhere, and DK Mags is open on Old 8 in New Brighton. DK Mags, the place by which all other shops are measured. Uh, they're also all over the web at dkmags.com, a very nifty YouTube page demonstrating the latest and greatest. They also own Monticello Gun up in Cello. And boy, both shops have been as busy as ever lately. They've been keeping a pretty good inventory, keeping prices reasonable. Uh, both stores just received a pile of inventory, so things are going great. Shelves are stocked, and they're ready to serve. And when you stop in, you'll be treated like a law-abiding citizen. The staff always happy to answer your questions, help with orders, set your mind straight, send you home happy. And because they deserve it, law enforcement, first responders, current military veterans, all of y'all get an additional discount. I'm talking Monticello Pawn and Gun and DKMags.com. Gun shops run by GLers for GLers. <clears throat> University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem, zip, nada, nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Mission accomplished. Did you guys, uh, before we assembled yesterday, did you guys walk the auto show grounds? A little bit. Bit. Uh, right next to KSTP, if you're going to the auto show, right next to the big <laughs> Channel 5 building. Did you get that, Kenny? What? Okay. No, is the e I, there is an electric vehicle display, and yes. you can see the Volkswagen ID. Four, and you can drive it. 
and uh, uh, there is quite a thorough XL Energy presence there describing the arrangement they have with, with the likes of Schmelz, Countryside, Volkswagen, and Maplewood, where you can get the new Volkswagen ID4. Also, a good supply of VWs in stock. That's important because many manufacturers are having trouble because of a chip shortage. Right now at Schmelz Countryside, it's on that southeast quadrant of 36 and 61 in Maplewood. It's been there for forever. It's a multi-generational dealership. Zero percent for up to 60 months on 2021 VWs. There are ID4s in stock, and I did check the website. There are still some Fiat 124s left, and when they're a couple of Abarths, too. And when they're gone, they're gone. They're not going to be made anymore. Wait, what? 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 You, you just glossed over that. What do they have a couple of? Fiat 124 Spiders, and they even, I think they have two Abarth editions left. That's the oh. that's the uh, cream of the crop on the 124s, yeah. and yeah. quite the bang for the buck. I'm really, really enjoying mine. Schmelz Countryside, uh, SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzFiat.com, and SchmelzAlphaRomeo.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, you asked me about Val Johnson. You thought uh, he may still be alive. Yeah. Uh, I could not find this definitively, but as of August 2019, he was living in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, oh boy. and was 75 years old. Okay. And you're right, he didn't want much to do with the whole thing. They were having a big celebration, right. UFO celebration. They asked him to come and speak. He said, nah, I did my part already. Right. I'm done. Right. So, right. I wonder how many piece. times he's been hauled up into a UFO. Probably <laughs> once or twice a year. <laughs> Uh, the story you talked about earlier, Minneapolis police said a man and a girl are in critical condition after a shooting just before midnight Tuesday. Uh, investigators said a man and woman appeared to be hurt in the same incident. Preliminary investigations said shots were fired just before 11 p.m. along the 3500 block of Penn Avenue North. The man was walking. He was hit by the gunfire. Meanwhile, a vehicle in which the girl was riding was also struck by gunfire, and subsequently she was hit by a bullet. Uh, police say both individuals remain in critical condition and there is no uh, there have been no arrests made uh one part we didn't hit before a well-known community activist kg wilson posted on social media that the six-year-old is his granddaughter hmm. just hours before the shooting wilson had been speaking out about another child shot in north minneapolis police had previously identified the girl as being a preteen the girl the third child shot in the city in little more than two weeks and came just hours after community leaders gathered to say the violence needs to stop and I'm spare me spare me the bs mm -hmm. about your guilty until proven innocent if you're arrested and the police find you with the gun and they are they got some certainty you're going to jail and you're not getting bailed out Innocent until proven guilty, I think, is what you what meant. I, what right? I, whatever. You said, you said guilty until proven yeah. innocent. Well, that's, oh, what like, like that. that's what I yeah. think I meant. That's what I think I meant. Don't think I won't. Don't think I won't. A man was rushed to the hospital and underwent surgery after a reported fight culminated with him being run over by an SUV twice Jesus. in St. Paul. St. Paul police said officers were called to the 1300 block of Western Avenue North at about 7.20 Monday night. When officers got there, they found a 24-year-old man lying in a parking lot with life-threatening injuries. The victim, taken to a local hospital, underwent surgery. A witness told police she'd heard fighting and screaming and saw a woman driving a black SUV in the parking lot accelerate toward a group of people and hitting the victim. After the victim fell to the ground, the witness reported the driver put the SUV in reverse, ran over the man again before driving Jeez. away. 
Police said another witness reported a large fight between family members that started inside a nearby apartment building spilled into the parking lot, and that's how the whole thing ended up. According to police, the victim's condition was upgraded to stable after he came out of surgery. The case remains under investigation. Uh, from the Star Tribune, uh, you said a little bit about this earlier, Joe. St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axtell said he expects to hire 50 or 60 police recruits to start training this fall, but the department's pool of applicants is half of what it was five years ago. Amid unprecedented scrutiny of law enforcement, including calls to reform or replace it entirely, police chiefs say they are seeing fewer men and women seeking to join the force. St. Paul received 178 applications from eligible candidates for its academy this year. That's down 51% from 366 the city got in 2016. Axtell said this is an incredibly challenging calling, and now when you add the dynamic of a significant amount of vitriol toward police in our community, it's a detriment to people who in the past have taken the calling. They're now thinking twice about doing the job. In an interview concerning this on Monday, St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter said he doesn't know how many recruits St. Paul will ultimately hire, but he said the upcoming police academy could be one of the largest ever. He said the decline in applicants doesn't concern him. He said, frankly, I think we've had a shift in the last year in what we expect of police officers. If those shifts have made the profession less attractive to certain individuals, that actually might be a positive shift, unquote. I think Melvin should quit being mayor and go be a cop. I yep. think that would be a good job for you. Joe, a quick question for you. Um, do we take requests on the show? Um, I'm curious because yesterday at the auto show, a gentleman came up to me and he said the uh, the clip of the rooster we played the other yeah. day, yeah. Um, oh. he was laughing so hard and he wanted to, me to play it today at some point so we could at work play or let his buddies hear it too. And so. Didn't somebody recommend we use it for an alarm or a sound? Meatloaf warning. Yeah, yeah, meatloaf warning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. meatloaf warning. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can, I, uh, can, I, uh, can I ask you a question? Bring sure. it. Sure. You know, John's doing a pretty serious story there about the uh, uh, police recruits and the falling off of applicants. And I'm just wondering how your mind works. What, what made you think of the rooster? Well, I was going through my ads that I have remaining <laughs> left for the day, and the rooster yeah. thing popped. Or the MP3 for that is up there, and I thought, oh yeah, that's right. He asked me about that. All yesterday. right, let's go. Let's play. Rook, have you heard this? Yeah, a rooster that. Uh, yeah, I was there on uh, Friday. Yeah. Okay. So here we go again. Oh, you're here a lot. Baby. I can't oh, believe oh, that's real, but Reavers, you saw it. Oh, I saw the video, and he and he was standing on top of the fence post, and then fell out to the side. Oh, it was so good. Uh, I'll, I, I was not here the day you guys played that, and I was listening to the podcast on my walk over the weekend. Yeah. And I, if people saw me, they probably thought I was nuts because I just burst out laughing. <laughs> well, just walking down the what road. What the hell? I think you should do it once more. It's oh, that good. Okay, cue <laughs> rooster out, and. <laughs> Never gets old. No, no. That, that one's going to be with us for a while. That's a rooster that's dedicated to the task. Get up! Get up, everybody! I'm going to pass out. 
House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy said Tuesday morning he will not support the proposal to form an independent bipartisan commission to study the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. McCarthy said he wanted the new panel to look beyond the violent uprising by supporters loyal to Donald Trump. We're trying to stop the certification of President Biden's election. McCarthy's opposition all but ensures this week's vote will have less Republican support in the House and dims its chances in the evenly divided Senate, threatening the bipartisan commission's chances as Democrats say it is essential to reckoning with the attack that interrupted the electoral vote. Uh, it all comes as GOP members have started to downplay the severity of the attack. At a House hearing last week, Investigating the siege, one member denied there was an insurrection at all. Another said a woman who was shot and killed by police while trying to break into the House chamber was executed. And, of course, there was Andrew Klein of Georgia, who you talked about, Joe, yeah. who said the Jan January 6th uh, insurrection was just like a normal day of tourists at the Capitol. Hmm. Uh, that one is especially interesting. I don't know if you saw the photos over the weekend. Uh, photos surfaced showing Klein barricading the chambers while all this was going on with security members standing around him with their guns drawn. So really? He was, what he was a right fraud in, he is. He was right in the thick of it, basically. It, it all depends on who's doing it. I mean, since the, the, the right was doing it, it was an insurrection. But if the left was doing it, it, it would have been a peaceful protest. No, I think if uh, just like tax the Capitol, it's an insurrection. Can just like, care? John, uh, Democrats are screaming that the 2016 election was stolen with no proof whatsoever. But uh, in 2020, uh, it, the, you're a conspiracy nut if you think it was stolen. <laughs> Well, and, you know, if you attack the Capitol because you think it was stolen, you, you might be a nut. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, Joe Walsh tweeted about that about three hours ago. John, are you ready? I'm ready. If Joe Walsh? Yeah. The other, the Joe the, Walsh, the, we the know? Former, no, the former. Candidate for president. It, well, oh. also a Republican. La uh, no, not, not life's been good to me so far, Joe. No, not no, that Former Joe Republican. That's who I thought you meant. I thought you meant, yeah. you know. The Eagles? Man, yeah. I've my had Maserati time. does 185. <laughs> I lost my license. Now I... He says <laughs> if this Republican Party controls the House in 2024 and a Democrat is elected president in 2024, there's no way the House Republicans will certify the election results. So there you go. Yeah. Joe, could you, while we're taking a break here from the hard-hitting news, could you clear something up for a GLer? I met a GLer yesterday who was somewhat baffled when I uh, told him. He asked me, he asked me what your reaction was to John Thompson getting in the face of the cameraman that was shooting video of him. And I told this GLer that you didn't have a problem with that. I, what, well, what I recall saying is that uh, the, uh, the 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 media people were as rude as Thompson. They they were confronting him, and and uh, I, I I found nothing there that would suggest Thompson was out of bounds. Do we know what outlet that they worked for? The media. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. Okay. Uh, thanks, uh, Mr. Walsh. It should be noted is a, a virulent, virulent. Is that the word? Virulent. Uh, Anti-Trump. Uh, Republican. He's mm -hmm. a, a member of, of the group who, who would like him to go away. Uh, speaking of the, so attack he's one on of the, the he's one of the sane Republicans. Well, I, I did not say that. No, I did. did. I did. You yeah. did, Joe. Yes. Speaking of the attack on the Capitol, one more weird story. You're well, doing nothing to help our cause. That those kind <laughs> of statements do nothing to help us. Yeah. Well, the These cigar, commies are going to be in charge forever if if we keep fighting like this, as, yeah. as opposed to the fascists. Uh, speaking Do you want me of the attack on the Capitol, one more weird story. <laughs> With a cigar in his right hand and an American flag draped by his side, 
Antoine Deshaun Brodnack sat on a U.S. Capitol Police SWAT truck as President Trump supporters climbed the Capitol steps. An image of that moment made its way to federal agents thanks to tipsters. And now uh, he's made it really easy. It's the cover of his new album called The Capitol. Brodnax, who raps under the name Bugsy the Don, admitted to investigators in the weeks following okay. the insurrection <laughs> that he did go inside the Capitol but claimed he was already in Washington just to shoot a music video and he just went in the building because he wanted to take some pictures. Sure. But federal investigators, though, say they have a different interpretation. They had arrested him on March 11th, days after he released the album, and as of May 11th, he faces four federal charges, including unlawful entry and disorderly conduct. Now his attorney is fighting a government demand to gain access to Broadnax's social media accounts. Broadnax's lawyer did not immediately respond to messages from the media uh, to get some more information on that. Who's the governor of New York? Is it uh, Andrew Cuomo? Cuomo, yeah. yeah. No, I know. Is it Cuomo? Andrew Cuomo? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who's his yeah. brother? Chris. 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 Did you see where this fraud? Boy, I judged that Andrew Cuomo wrong because I was a big fan of his at the beginning of the the COVID year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that hypocrite. He's he's got a five million dollar advance for a book about how he led the crisis. I thought he already wrote one. Uh, he's got another five million dollar advance. I, I couldn't believe it. And the thing, with, what about harassing all the women? That has disappeared. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, I'm where did, shocked where did by you that. Can, you, that's okay if you're if you're on the left. It's okay. Right. Man, I tell you. You know who uh, must really feel stupid? Al Franken. Al Franken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, he's I playing a little come in Rangoon there, and, you know, it took 20 seconds, <laughs> like, and the guy like, allows himself to be drummed out of the Senate. <clears throat> and it was 20 years ago. Right. Right. I mean, it was forever ago. Right. When he when he was actually a comedian and not yeah yeah right. that kind of BS was expected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy, a weird story from Fargo. Federal authorities say a man on trial in Fargo slashed his own throat in the courtroom and died. North Dakota oh. U.S. Marshal Wait a minute, Dallas Carlson. How did he get a knife into the courthouse? Oh, hang on, Chris. Oh, Don't I'm, get ahead of me. I'm it. sorry. North North Dakota U.S. Marshal Dallas Carlson said the incident happened after a jury returned a partial guilty verdict against the man who had faced terrorizing related charges. Carlson said the man had a sharp instrument. They're not sure where it came from, Chris, and they said it may have been made from plastic. The uh, jury had already left the courtroom, but U.S. District Judge Peter Welty, courtroom staff, and others witnessed the incident. Court security officers and deputy marshals tried life-saving measures in the courtroom. An FBI spokesperson, Kevin Smith, said the man had been acquitted on one charge but found guilty on the other, was about to be taken into custody. You guys carry on, but just excuse me for just a moment. Yes, by all means. Sure. Is is he going to close the door? I hope we I, can hear I the... Sh- I shut the mic off. We can hear the party going on upstairs. He needs to close... You know what? He He's needs leaving. more. He needs more <laughs> than a door. He needs a vault door. If Where's you need a vault door... If you need a safe, uh, what you really need is a safe guy. You need to stop whatever you're doing and log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Meet Rich. He's the owner and proprietor of MGL and S. You're going to see the best safes ever made, the Liberty safes made in these United States of America. Rich, he's been filling our needs and saving us money for over 30 years in Maple Grove. He offers full residential and commercial lock and safe services at very competitive prices from 
compact little units that'll lock up in your vehicle to huge standalone units to what Such needs. He needs a vault door for his office. Uh, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, they have just the right unit to fit your needs, needs. And Rich, he is our guy. He also carries other brands and offers full commercial and residential lock and safe services. So if you haven't had a chance yet, please log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com or better yet, stop in and meet Rich in Maple Grove. Well, the sun is up somewhere, and DK Mags is open on Old 8 in New Brighton. DK Mags, the place by which all other shops are measured. Uh, they're also all over the web at dkmags.com, a very nifty YouTube page demonstrating the latest and greatest. They also own Monticello Gun up in Cello. And boy, both shops have been as busy as ever lately. They've been keeping a pretty good inventory, keeping prices reasonable. Uh, both stores just received a pile of inventory, so things are going great. Shelves are stocked, and they're ready to serve. And when you stop in, you'll be treated like a law-abiding citizen. The staff always happy to answer your questions, help with orders, set your mind straight, send you home happy. And because they deserve it, law enforcement, first responders, current military veterans, all of y'all get an additional discount. I'm talking Monticello Pawn and Gun and DKMags.com. Gun shops run by GLers for GLers. <laughs> It's this mouse. Flashlight. Check. Tool belt. Check. Attitude. Check. He's going in. Joe Souchere. Well, the pleasures of working at home. I just got a photo from Gary who shows me six gyro brats from Grunhofer's on the oh. grill that he's having with feta cheese for lunch. He says, I'm putting that one on the reorder list, a Grunhofer's lunch. Uh, Spencer says the new store in Forest Lake is on hold, waiting for the state of Minnesota to improve the plumbing plan. They've had the plan for five weeks. The state of Minnesota has had the plan for five weeks. So, uh, Spencer, it'll get done, but he's got always fighting City Hall, isn't he? They always go after the best meat cutters, and he's fighting City Hall to open the new you store. You know what he should do? Say, see what you're holding up here and send him some of that Wagyu meat. And they'll fly open the doors. Got the Wagyu steaks and burgers, the brats, the other steaks, the bacon, the ham. Uh, It's just a fabulous, fabulous meat market. It's right at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. And we just learned during the break, what, John? Charles Grodin has been lost to us. 86 Mm. years old, and he died apparently of bone marrow cancer. Charles Grodin dead. Midnight Runs in my top 10, and then I was telling you guys about an early one he did that you should see, because much of it was filmed in Minnesota, called The Heartbreak Kid with yeah. Sybil Shepherd, 1972, Heartbreak mm-hmm. Kid. His appearances on Letterman, when Letterman was still on NBC, are legendary. He would come in there all put upon and irritated yeah. and just skewer Dave. It was so good. Oh, it was he great made, delivery. 36 appearances on The Tonight Show with Carson and 17 on Late Night with David Letterman. Yeah. Was he so like, good. this is John Bansley? No. We no. said he's put upon. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, only, sorry. <laughs> only because they come to us all the way from Marlith Park and Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from our friend Tom Lyman. I find this one particularly interesting. Uh, because I've learned something. In 1905, five doctors at St. Paul's Anchor Hospital. Let me stop right there. 
Uh, Anchor Hospital would have been a hospital when I was a kid. I spent time in Anchor Hospital. You know, if he got hit in the head or something, that was the hospital. And uh, and we were talking about this Sunday with some people, and I said, how was Anchor spelled? And one guy swore it was A-N-C-H-O-R, like a boat anchor. No, sure. it's spelled A-N-C-K-E-R, and it was named for Dr. Arthur Anchor, uh, who apparently was the hospital director, and five doctors rebelled against him because he uh, he suspended uh, another doctor who the other doctors defended. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So, so you got fight. hit in the head a few times as a kid. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I did. On May fifteenth, 1923, <laughs> yeah. Anchor would die of a heart attack while screaming at two surgeons he accused of not properly washing their hands. Boy, he must have been like that rooster. Wow. Yeah. In 1931. You keep that in mind, Joe, when we were having these pre-show uh, staff meetings. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Minneapolis, uh, in 1931 on this day, uh, aviator Charles Speed Holman was killed during an air show in Omaha. Ooh. He was a pioneer of aviation. His best-known aerial stunt was looping, and he had won the U.S. Air Speed Trials in 1930. At his funeral, four 109th Air Squadron planes flew in the first recorded missing man formation, a vacant spot reserved uh, in Holman's memory. Holman Field at the St. Paul Downtown Airport, of course, is named in his honor. Hmm. Didn't he fly under the high bridge, too? Seems to me he flew under the high bridge. That is a pair. That's a stunt. Yeah. That's a stunt. Yeah. Remember when we went to have dinner uh, at the Holman Airport to watch all the Super Bowl planes yeah. fly in and we yep. didn't see a single one right not a, no, one no. plane saw a guy with the push broom <laughs> just <laughs> picking up some oil spill not one plane not one plane that's where you got the idea for the fiat stock yeah all right glers thank you hey uh joe check this yeah. out so yesterday we launched our uh garage logic oh. limited edition pop-up shop Mm-hmm. Guess what the number one item was that was sold on there, and I didn't even mention that it was available online because I'm a dumb guy. Uh, the flag. Flags. The flag. Okay, GLers, listen. The flags. We only ordered 200 of them, and we Why? are not reordering. Why, Why don't we, we do order this? Order don't 2,000. my decision. Same with the Krabby oh, Coffee uh, Shop mugs. Yeah. Order 1,000 of them. You right. Right. Sorry, GLers. I'm, just I'm happy it wasn't really only 100. Quick. So anyway, you can still hear me. Back to the program. Positive. Uh, so we have a, <laughs> some flags. That left. was a little insight to what a staff meeting sounds like. Right. <laughs> Where there's this much bleep, there's got to be a pony. Right. That's the rookie <laughs> attitude. So uh, the hats and the flags are a hot item, and there's only a certain amount that have been uh, that have been made available to us. But go oh, online to garagelogic.com. And the shop does close May 24th, so keep that in mind. But please go online, place your order at garagelogic.com. Very nice. It's just that simple. And while you're poking around on your computer, you can check out PodMN for all of your podcast needs. PodMN.com on your computer. And then flip over to the YouTube page and find out what a real GarageLogic staff meeting is like with all the shouting, all the playing, pooping, all that kind of stuff. Subscribe on YouTube to Garage Logic. Um, are we going to be talking to the GLers tomorrow? Nope. Oh, Thursday? We will have nope. a uh, Friday? Nope. Woohoo! Uh, we will have programming, though, in its place, so there will be a show available to you tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, past award-winning GL episodes. That's right, Brian. Yeah. And great town ball stories the rest of the week. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Buckle What's up. before Part B? Part A! Oh, we should have played the scramble today. Garage door opener on Tuesday. It's that time once again here in Garage Logic where we check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is on the line with us once again. And GLers have been telling you for some time it's time to pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608 for that free 48-minute financial consultation with Mr. Money Talk. And when you call that number, you're going to get Josh himself, and you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Josh, the shoppers are back, aren't they? They're back, Chris. People are looking for deals in the malls. Not only in the malls, they're also looking for deals in the big box stores. I guess that's the deal. Mask off. Just amazing to me that not more than seven weeks ago, CDC said in imminent doom, despite the vaccinations, imminent doom, the teachers unions were saying stay out of schools. Fear of being in public was still pretty high among a certain part of the population. I'm not going to diminish the adverse effects or the devastating effects of the coronavirus, particularly on those who did get sick, as I did, and those in the hospital, those that passed away from this epidemic. I'm not diminishing that. I am saying that it's now masks off. Teachers' unions are saying, come back to schools, and shoppers are going back to the stores in droves. And that has probably started a little bit a while ago, but definitely we've seen today's earnings reports from Macy's, the Home Depot, Depot and Walmart, all three beating top line, bottom line, uh, showing improvements in same store sales and even guiding up going forward. This follows on to mall owner Simon Properties saying that shoppers are back. Shoppers are back in the stores. People do want to be out in public. Definite positive. A negative, supply chain are very tight and getting some of your favorite product might take some time, particularly if you're ordering some of the products from Canada. Two will be resolved. But Walmart has had a positive impact on the Dow early on, although the Dow has uh, turned negative recently. Home Depot was up initially and they fell back as well. These stores show shoppers are back. Now the question comes in, my favorite company, Amazon, has been under a little bit of fire as some analysts question whether Amazon will be able to continue its strength from last year. Yes, the stock is pretty much flatlined since they reported their earnings in October, but I'm still extremely positive on Amazon. I don't believe that shopping behavior, yes, people are going back to stores, but if I look at digital sales from Macy, Walmart, Home Depot, Best Buy, I see digital sales are up. Well, that's a positive still for Amazon. And I do see Amazon at $5,000 a share in the coming many months. Morgan Stanley's analyst also sees a potential for Amazon to be at $5,000 to $6,000 in the next 12 months. Well, I'm not going to go that far out on a limb, but Amazon has tremendous amounts of strength. Biggest risk to Amazon, other companies that I like, such as Apple, 
Brazil is a political risk, but that will take time to play out. One side. I had to go to the doctor today. I uh, tripped and fell, and my long nose uh, broke my fall. But at the doctor, I was talking to one of the nurses, and she saw my Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk investment consultant shirt on, and she asked what I did. I told her. She talked about she and her husband were planning on retirement, but were very worried about what was going on in the economy, and in particular with her investments or their investments. I asked how she was invested. They said, oh, our advisor has us in very safe investments. I said, oh, what kind of safe investment? Is that like government bonds or corporate bonds? She said, oh, yes, the bulk of our portfolio is in bonds and are down, and we are frightened. I said, of course it's down. As interest rates move up, bond values go down. I will repeat again, as interest rates move up, bond values go down. If I were to look at one government bond fund in particular, TLT, which covers the long treasury, that has declined in value year to date 15%. Significant. The only way that somebody can get a big return on that is for interest rates to go down. And right now with the potential for even transitory inflation, yields have been going up, bond prices are going down. Please, please, as I've stressed before, if you're in bonds or bond funds, please reposition yourself out of those funds and move elsewhere, particularly into stocks or stock-related funds. Yes, stocks and stock funds do have volatility. That volatility may be a little bit more, but if you're, unless your life expectancy is tomorrow, investing in stocks for the long run, to me, makes a heck of a lot of sense. Excellent report as always, Mr. Money Talk. GLers, it's time now to make that phone call for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608. Straight talk, never sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thanks so much for the time in the chat. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. You got it. Thanks, Chris. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.